Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Hey everyone, Matteo Lane and Emma Wilman here for Inside the Closet. And today our guest is Chris Condren. But first, let me just tell you where I'm going to be performing. I will be at the Soho Theatre in London, March 11th to the 19th. I will be performing at the Park West Theatre in Chicago. We sold out our first show that opened up for a second show on March 25th. And the House of Comedy in Vancouver, Canada, April 7th to the 9th. April 22nd, 23rd, Mark Ridley's Royal Oak, Michigan. And then finally, April 24th, Columbus, Ohio. For all tickets, go to MateoLaneComedy.com. And here are my dates, guys. February 26th, I'm going to be in Philadelphia, PA. I'm recording an album. We just added a 5.30 show, which is going to be a lot of fun. That show's going to be a little bit cleaner, but come check it out because I'm going to be wiggling some new stuff on that one, too. And then March 3rd through 5th, I'm going to be in Rochester, New York at Comedy on Carlson. March 11th and 12th, I'll be in Omaha, Nebraska at The Funny Bone. March 25th and 26th, I'll be in Albany. March 31st through April 3rd, I will be doing different shows around Michigan, and then I'll be in Austin also, it looks like in March, but also, and in April, and then in May 12th through 14th, I'll be in Bloomington, Indiana. Tickets are at imemmawillman.com. Thank you so much. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Closet here with Mateo Lane and Emma Willman. Hey, hey. And today we have a special guest, one of my very good friends uh, from Chicago originally and now here in New York is Chris Condren, comedian Chris Condren. Hey. Welcome, Chris. You got to get closer to the mic, Chris. Oh, cool. You know, I know your voice is powerful, but it's it's not that powerful. Hey. <laughs> it's not. You're not the voice of God. How do you Hello. Guys, how do you guys know each other? I, met, I want to hear the whole story. I met Chris. Well, you two have a lot to talk about, too, by the way. You, oh, good. You have a lot to talk about. Oh, no. That's usually not good for Chris. <laughs> no, that, that is good. Yeah. yeah. It is good. Um, I, Chris and I met at Open Mics yeah, nice. in yeah, Chicago. Yeah. How are Open Mics in Chicago different from New York? Better? They're like, this is weird. No, I, I think they're a little bit better because you don't have to pay as often. Like, <laughs> you, you oh, know? you shouldn't be paying at mics in New York. Never oh, do a okay. paid mic. Oh, my yeah. bad. In New York, a I'll lot never of do them, it again. No, no, don't, 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 don't. Make you like pay to do them. Some, the bad ones do. Right. But that's why well, I like doing the bad ones, right? I like doing the bad ones. I, I like doing them. Some I like doing them sometimes too because then it's like there's more like real people at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have not shared that experience of real people at the really? mic ever. Mm -hmm. No. In New York, the only ones I had would, would be like real people would be like ones where you have to like Are pay. Are you laughing Buddha? Uh, and then there was this one other one I used to do where you'd have to pay. I don't know what it was and they, I don't even know where the fuck it was. But like some, every now and then there'd be like three or four real people at it. But, Anyway, so you guys met at an open mic? Yeah. Well, I think I actually don't well, remember. Met through, uh, Meredith Catchell, yeah, who was a great comedian mm. yeah, yeah, and artist hilarious. in Chicago. Nice. Actually, you two were dating, yeah, and yeah. I met you at the, at the first show. I think you guys both did your first show. You were opening for someone, right? No, yes. We were both, her and I were both doing our first show at, at Zany's. You mean first show like ever in your life? Yeah, his first show was you were opening for someone for your first time ever. Yeah, but well, here's what. Okay, so I had done shows at Sidetrack, which is a gay bar in Chicago, but I didn't know what I was doing. Sure. Me, actually, Meredith and I both started there, but like comedy shows are just like comedy. Okay, but, yeah. but I didn't understand like I didn't know what comedy was. I was just sort of like of telling course. stories about Liza. Yeah. Like it wasn't yeah quite comedy. Right. Then um, this guy. I mean, it sounds great though. But this guy who was running shows at Zany's, he would do the gay show. Asked if I wanted to do it, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I remember someone talking about open mics. So in the beginning of the month, it was January 2012, I was like, all right, I'm going to start doing open mics all month just so I have, like, enough to be ready by the sure. end of the month. Sure, And Because that's when the show was, and then that's where I met everybody. Yeah. And then I became addicted. Then it was like, forget yeah. the Zany show. I right. was just addicted to comedy. We met at... at um, 3160, what is it called? Thomas oh, yeah. Bottoms used to run that show. It had a piano that you couldn't play. They're like, do not touch this piano. I... And they're like, oh, all right. Who is fucking, who I'll is wash this... my hands. Who is the person that's fucking up pianos so bad that it's every me. single piano is like, Straight don't 
touch me. No, it's me. Yeah. I got grubby nails, and man. it's straight. It's, it's straight men fucking it up, and it's gay men being like, "Don't touch this goddamn right. piano," because <laughs> they always have a sign up, yeah. and then they're just like, "Kunk kunk 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 kunk." Like, you want to play the piano that bad and that aggressively? You got to use whitening strips on the keys. They turn sure. yellow when I play it. Talking right. to the mic, oh, Chris. Okay. Hello. <laughs> so they had a piano that you guys couldn't play. But Chris plays piano. Chris oh. is a musician. Yeah, for you. Like he creates music. He has album. Like he's amazing. That's awesome. I know Meredith from. She, I always knew she was going to be some either a comedian or one of those energies because I knew mm. her from college. We went mm. to college together. I still have one of her paintings up in my apartment, and um, she, yeah, but she was amazing. And I remember she just has a good attitude about everything, kind of. Mm. She's one of those like multi talented people, like everything yeah. that she Mother does, she has fuckers. like she can paint, she can sing, she can, she like, can play instruments, she can, she can play piano, and she stuff, does stand up, like, she writes. Wow, and it's always cool when like someone's like multi talented and they're actually talented in each of them. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a comedian, Katie Hannigan, and I don't remember exactly how her joke goes, but <laughs> she talks Katie. about like people that have like too many things in their business card and and like kind of like how that's like tough to make work out. We're like, you're a DJ, entrepreneur, slash. Like, like my just friend Isam says it about my friend Jesse. He's like, he's a butcher candlestick maker. Exactly. And he's like, except he's replaced the candles with the meat and the <laughs> right. meat with the can. And I'm like, yeah. But then we were playing uh, Smash Brothers that one summer. The whole before I moved to New York, we were neighbors. I lived in Roscoe. And we both Pokemon. lived in Roscoe Village. Pokemon and Smash Brothers. We got obsessed with Smash Brothers. I didn't know Mateo had been playing video games for so long. Oh yeah, I've been playing video games wow. for so long. Oh yes, I thought it was oh, yes. just over the pandemic because he started playing. Fort- Fortnite. Yeah. Which we play Fortnite. Huh? I'm I'm curious He's about really it. He's really good. I'm bad at it. No, man. no, you're yeah. good. Well, Chris, the he's way lifting the, me up. The way Chris's mind works is he's like, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do something that absolutely won't help any of us, but I'm gonna focus on this. Oh, thing we do relate. Yeah, totally. For I'll get tunnel month. vision. Uh, that's ADD. Yeah. You hyper fixating on yeah, stuff. Yeah. Now, now you both have spoken openly about this. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I hope yeah. I'm not. You're not doxing me. Okay, but you both have. I have just ADD. learned about that word doxing because I watched the Anna Delvey. Wait, no. What the fuck? I did watch Anna Delvey. Have you guys seen that documentary yet? No. It's not a documentary. It's scripted. It was so good. It's about the heiress who like swindled people, New York's elite, out of like a bunch of money. Honestly, good for her. Yeah, you gotta watch it though, because she fucked over a lot of people, but she's becoming like an icon. Swindled the... is like the nicest term for conning. Exactly. You get swindled. She, she like swindled them a little bit. It's a 1920s term. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we were all wearing hats. She's a real swindler. But there was this. What was it? I was watching. Oh, I was. I'm sorry. I was watching this documentary after that on QAnon, and this guy was like, I got doxxed. So I just learned what that What does word. it doxed mean? What does it mean exactly? Identity is you leaked. Yeah. So if you do- so he said you you're not doxing us. It's not like you're not like releasing something that we're like shit. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, so like Scientology, like they kind of like they'll like we'll dox you if you oh, say yeah. you speak out against us or whatever. They're the original doxers, right? So that the right way to use that. I term? don't know. Is it? Yeah, because they withhold information and then they use it against you. Oh yeah, then that'd be doxing. If oh, I'd be okay. like. Like if God, you're, am I old? The your the your identity is private, and then I yeah I'm like hold it like get it out there to blackmail you. Then I doxed I doxed you. And then like you. the next level above that is so is, blackmail. Well, it no, it's, no it's usually revealing so where someone lives or their like ad like their full name and their oh. address. Usually that's like what it's referring to. But like I I, I guess I was kind of stretching the definition when I said doxing right there by like search for and publish private or identifying information about a particular inter- individual on the internet, typically with malice intent. Interesting, it has to be on the internet. The Wait, next, well, how do we get to this? Chris? The next level is swatting, which is like a, this messed up thing where people send SWAT teams to people's houses. What? Damn. Can't only you, the government how? do that? No, like people just like, and this is how ridiculous like police are. It's like someone just, it's like a a prank call. Like they call the police and they're like, yo, this person has a bomb. And the, the police just come in and shoot and people. And they're afterwards like, wasn't that and funny, then they're man? Like, and they're like, oh, I guess this was, you know, like not, it was, it was a prank, but we still Broken and shot people. I understand that a little bit more if someone's saying there's a bomb that they have to do a SWAT team, though. I get that. But, like, at people, uh, like, what happens is, like, people will be playing video games and, like, someone will, like, teabag someone. They'll be like, I'll show you. I'll send right. a SWAT team to your house. They like, should have that's to pay like, for every honestly, fucking cent that they made the oh, SWAT team Oh, that did happen, going. didn't that? That actually did happen. And then you should yeah, pay for that. So Wait, maybe I'm making that up. Our tax dollars, because otherwise we're paying for that, and they, they should make that little twerp pay for it every clean the house. 
clean the highway every well, second of every day. These twelve year olds who are winning in Fortnite have the money to pay for the SWAT team and Write their houses. But, right. but, but you can't. I don't think a check fixes it though. Like if you, because they, they get in trouble kill and people. not, yeah, not yeah, to yeah. Italians. Yeah. I, well, I think it's actually like a murder charge if you SWAT oh. someone. Yeah. Well, because you're killing someone. I'm you're getting sorry. someone killed. How no. do you call the cops and say? This person is a. Bu- I'm, I mean, I've never swatted also, someone myself. Where, I don't. I want to talk about prison open mics, and we're talking about doxing. Let's move so, on. So, how did this happen? You didn't dox us. Was basically the point. The basically the point of that. But we both do have. Wait, yeah. How ADD. did we get into because that conversation? He, I don't know. This is he, ADD. Because we he, find a way. He like, was saying, like, yeah. He was saying he hi- he hyper focuses on stuff that doesn't help Fortnite the way you guys are playing it. Damn, good memory, Emma. Yeah, you have to have good memory when you have ADHD. Or you have to have at least a, a record of audio backplay that you can be like, what were the words? Okay. I started ta- I stopped taking um, like a ADD medicine probably like five months ago and just started doing like uh, lots of like natural pills or like I'll do like a 10 minute meditation exercises because it's so much of it is just about like disciplining your mind to be able to focus, which is good because I mean, the thing is, is like people without ADD have a hard time focusing because we live in a world where right. it's like image, image, distraction, distraction, distraction. So it's just like bringing yourself back to be like, okay, I, or, or it's like having the discipline to be like, I have to do this thing that I don't want to do, which is like the crux of right. working out. That's what helped me learn it because it's like people, like I follow these like gym bros on Instagram, people might be like, like they're they I don't know their life advice is actually really good because so much of it about it is just being like I don't want to wake up and work out right but I did. I do it man I fight <laughs> I fight every day man it's it's not the fucking journey it's the fuck I'm like what is what is this why are we so angry when we work out all these people who work out they're furious they're yeah. they're mad when they look in the mirror they're angry when they're doing it I'm like you've never looked better right you've never looked better take pride in what that. are you so mad about what are you lifting from yeah right. I know <laughs> And screaming at each other, just do it. I'm like, oh my god, get, yeah. what is going on? There's not a trophy waiting for you in your locker. I assure you, right? Like you look great. What would happen if I just went and put a bunch of trophies out at the gym? Like, would a bunch of people quit? They would like, believe. Oh, they would believe that I they worked so level. hard that they were rewarded. Uh, that's kind of sweet. You'd that would be, be like kind of sweet. You'd be like a, a trophy <laughs> fairy or something. Yeah. Like, just giving out trophies to people. Yeah, but congrats! Like you, you reached muscle capacity. <laughs> you mean? You can go gay home. men, gay men would you. be confused, yeah, and suspicious, and straight men would be like, "Of course, <laughs> right? I knew right, I needed right, it. Right, right. I'll take another one. Yeah, please, yeah. come this what way. What do I get after this? Yeah. So you guys used to play Pokemon and the other game together, and then we used to go to that. What was that Mexican place we used to go to around the corner? Tony's. Yeah, Tony's. Mm. Is that an Italian name? Yeah, but yeah. you know, it was, you know, it was like a taco burrito palace. Yummy. Man, I used to just be able to eat whatever the. Fuck, I wanted. I was 25, hanging out with Chris, and I was like, in the middle of the day, I'm like, sure, I'll get a burrito with nachos, and I didn't ever think about it. They had really good nachos. Mm -hmm. I relate to that so much. Like, just being able to eat whatever you want at 25, and not even, did you appreciate it? Because I didn't appreciate it. Not one ounce. (laughs) No pun intended. Yeah, I didn't like. I <laughs> not. I yeah. I fucking just. Chris, what was your diet? You were on hot dog diets like a month oh, ago. Oh yeah, so I was trying to a month ago. It was a little. It was. It was like three months ago. Mm. Uh, I was kind of. I was doing the math of calories and like, all right, dollars spent per calorie, and I was like, the best way to keep the bills down mm-hmm. and get the most energy is just buy big packs of hot dogs and just eat those without the bun. And so I was just putting mustard on hot dogs and eating them. <laughs> How'd you feel? It was, I think it was bad. Yeah. It was not good for anything but my wallet. Right. But I was like, whatever. Like, I'm in New York. Totally. Rice and beans. Yeah, I uh, used you, to do that. Because rice and the rice and beans, I had this. A little more balanced with some rice and yeah, beans. Yeah, because I had an ex who used to do hot dogs too. She would, And then she would say, what was it? Papaya dog? Do you? You know Papaya Dog? Of course, I performed there many times. <laughs> it's a hot dog place in New York. It's like, it's pretty good, but I think there you get two hot dogs for a dollar. And, and she said she was like always eating those, and then she switched to rice and beans, tuna. Yeah. Getting veg- frozen vegetables. From what I understand, like, you could, that's a fast way of getting Parkinson's. It's just eating yeah. hot dogs. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like, there's so much. And if you have ADHD, you already have a, a likelihood to develop Parkinson's Shit. or Alzheimer's in your life. You have a, I think it's a, T- two times uh, instance that Damn. they discovered. They don't. I don't know how much they and they don't talk about this, but because there's no, it's uh, it's called. There's no 
causality proven. There's only correlation proven. Mm. But if you do long-term stimulants like uh, Ritalin, ADH, uh, and other ADHD, like Adderall, mm-hmm. I think uh, there, it, there's some information that points to like an eight times multiplier of instance for Alzheimer's sure. and Parkinson's. Totally. Those are fucking strong. When I stopped taking yeah. it, I was like, wow, that was a really strong drug. Because it, when it was getting out of my system, I was like, whoa, I'm, my sleep has changed. Like, right. I noticed so many. Do you take anything now? I take a very, very small amount of Adderall, and I don't do it consistently. Good like, for you. I, I'll do, like, I'll do, like, like three months off of it. And That's then amazing. I'll, and then I'll be like, all right, I need to. Do your taxes I need something. to, like, yeah, like, yeah. I kind of do an audit on my life. Totally. Like, and I'll go back on, like, a small amount. And, like, uh, yeah. And That's I also good. take consistently like omega-3 pills because that lowers your chance of developing those things. So it's like a mitigation. So you're like your own science experiment. Yeah, I only get one like, run, Jesus. though. Yep. Yeah, 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 <laughs> They're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what are these pills and then Omega Reds and then hot dogs? What is going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Omega 3s are one of like the few things that are like I said Omega proven. I, lo- I take those motherfuckers, I, <laughs> yeah. but I, 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 my, I need to order some new ones. I, I, yeah. That's no, like, the, do you take vitamins, Mateo? I take a multivitamin every morning. And then that's it? And then Discovy, which is like an anti-HIV, med- like prep. Mm. Discovy, I never heard of that word before. It's like less for your kidneys because my kidneys are kind of bad. <sighs> oh damn, oh, less pressure on your kidneys. When were you diagnosed with ADD? Like how they figure it out? I'm like, when I was like seven or something. They and like they were like, you are the worst ADD. Like they were like, <laughs> my psychiatrist like made fun of me. He's like, just roasting I like, you. He's like, I was like, you're bullying me. You're a grown man. He's like, with you're a gonna, degree. You can't even concentrate on it. Don't, yeah. don't worry about it. Look, a flower. Yeah. Like what? No, like he would like, like he would like laugh. He'd be like, ah, ah, ah. He'd like for real though. Take these drugs, or you will never have a job. Like <laughs> Damn. he was saying, he was like, he's like, Chris, say cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. And I was like, cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. He's like, if you don't take these pills, you'll be saying that for the rest of your life. Wow. What a fucking monster. What then, a dick. Not that there's anything wrong with selling cheeseburger either. Yeah, ass I know. Also, like, I, yeah, I. I've worked at Domino's. I've never right. sold cheeseburgers in my life. Yeah, you're like, you idiot. He should have yeah. said pizza, pizza, pizza. Yeah. pizza. And then you're at Little Caesars. Yeah, yeah. This fucking guy. <laughs> pizza, pizza. What a dick. I want to fight him. Yeah, I, I had a seventh grade that. teacher who told me in sex said he pointed to the asshole and said, this is an exit sign only. And I was like, well, that, wow. that stained me for life. Wow. My Cindy thinks this is terrible. I wish we still had like duels. I would challenge my old psychiatrist to a boxing match. Absolutely. Public boxing match. Like you and me, guy. Actually, kind of unfair. He's, he's older now. Right. Yeah, I think Mother Nature is doing yeah, the boxing yeah. for you. Oh, that's. I don't actually wish ill on him. And you were seven years old, and then so he puts you on. Yeah. Seven is pretty young. Seven's very Seven's young. Seven's very young. Yeah, yeah. Especially, to, that's the thing, too, especially to go on um, those drugs. Because I didn't go on them until like high school. And oh my God, do I remember it? It was like. I went on, I think it was Adderall, and it was like, all of a sudden, I was like, I need to organize! And my parents were like, what the fuck just happened? And I remember going to my dad's house, my grandmother just died, and I would wake up at like 5 a.m. and start organizing. And they were like, it was just like, I started, I was like categorizing comic books, I was taking all this costume jewelry and organizing it. It was so fucking, and then they were like, we need to like lower the dough. (laughs) It doesn't, it doesn't, it weirdly doesn't, I feel like... It doesn't make all of the ADD go away. It kind of compensates also it made more me than it so does. Fucking, and it, yeah, it, it make and it can make you focus on stuff, but you can't necessarily control what you're focusing right, on. Right? Yeah. And I, I must have been that must have been the high. I've never gotten like that since then. I remember being up till like four in the morning, looking at like just like. Just like listening to B96 Chicago. Oh my God, B96. <laughs> B, 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 B96. Yeah. Eddie yeah. Jobo. Like, Eddie Jobo. And, yeah. like, and I remember just like putting like gel in my hair and be like, I'm going to look good tomorrow and kids won't be me because I look so good. Yep. I love it. And I like go to school and people are like, Are you on heroin? I like have like the dark circles on my eyes. Like everyone was like, The conjuring, give us what you got. I'm like, What? <laughs> like, and everyone just called me a faggot. And I was like, Well, B96 didn't help. <laughs> yeah. Speaking Kiss Kids FM. Pop. I listened to Kiss FM with Drex in the morning. I think I did too. Remember Drex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that was like, nationwide? I think I listened to that with my dad. Drex was in Chicago because I remember oh. they were there was Kathy and who was Kathy? Eric and, and Kathy. The worst morning show in the world. Eric really? and Kathy. Just they the hated whitest. each other. No, they were just like so today. Oh God. We got a phone call. A woman saw a squirrel in her bird feeder. <laughs> I mean, what are the chances? It's like shut up, shut up, Kathy. This is boring. You're boring. <laughs> 
Yeah, that uh, we we that's what my dad and I would listen to on the way to school. Though I remember they must have been like localized stuff because it was like some main. Well, guy. I used to think that um, Delilah was just a Chicago thing, mm. and apparently Delilah's nationwide. That bitch. She's nationwide. Delilah. I got hoodwinked by her. What do you mean? So I responded to this like ad for like, they're like we're looking for actors to play that they this outs this scenario so send a tape of you saying like I don't know what to do about my friend oh so like, even the phone calls are fake yeah they're so fake. everything's fake about Delilah so I what the, a fucking bitch and I guess probably did not pay you they like set it up like this so I like recorded that ad and then the producer called me and was like alright like you did a great job with saying you're complaining about your neighbor can you just say like Hi, my name is Cheryl, like, da-da-da, and you'll be on with Delilah in a minute. And I was like, okay, it, 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 like, posing it as an audition. And then they were like, hi, you're on with Delilah, and I just, like, read the thing that I read before, and then they, like, disconnected me. Here, and I kept trying to call back, like, what was that? Never... This is what would happen, though. People would call Delilah and be like, Delilah, my whole family just died in a car accident. Why? And she's like, I'll play a song for you. Right. Everybody dies now! Yeah. Like, it never made any sense. It's all, it's all a ruse. It's all a ruse. Chris, where in Chicago did you grow up? I grew up in Libertyville and Evanston and like and like oh, in Evanston. and around the city. Nice. Off the purple line. Because I guess I went to alternative school and like that was in alternative like, music. I'm yeah. joking. That's, I'm kidding. Fully alt. What is the <laughs> what, what, what alternative comedy. school? It's like, you know, it's they expel you from high school and uh. then like it's this, it's kind of like you said, it's a, it's like a private school that the taxpayers pay for. Mm-hmm. So it's well, maybe it's not a waste of money because I think a lot of people do get like a lot. Like I actually am really grateful that I went there. Absolutely. Like, Plus, like, like maybe it would cost the taxpayers more because it'd be like, you know, if you didn't go to that, then yeah. you go postal, and who right. fucking knows what happens. But now it's like, oh great, now I have this karmic debt I owe the nah. public. Like, nah. you know, shit. no, they did. They the nah. queen doesn't owe the queen. Yeah. Owes the pub. We talked about the queen last week. She got she... COVID. Wait, right before we get to this, let's take a quick break. Yes, thank you, Mateo. And we're back. Um, so yes, the queen got co- now. Emma and I discussed the queen and her porn. What, she did uh, her porn? S- well, we no, what, what it would we be hoping. like. Yeah. And I was really impressed by Emma's. Um, we're trying to think how we we'd get her in the playing. mood. And it was me being like, "Hello," and she was like, "You're my little crumpet." Yeah. 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 I want to put s- some jam on my dick. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no, on your pussy lips. Yeah. Oof. You got to be more <sighs> British, Emma. After li- after watching this Anna Delvey documentary, her accent is so fucked up that like that's what I have. You got to watch it because her accent is a hybrid of she's Russian trying to pretend she's German, and like that accent is like branded in my head as any accent. It's not a real accent. It's like it's I like Madeline Kahn pretending to be Russian or German in a movie. Wait, hey. so the the now I feel ADD. Um, it's contagious. That's why they expel us. Right? The, mm. the queen did get uh, COVID. Thoughts. She did get COVID. S- sucks for. I mean, now she gets to chill out. Well, I think that's what porn. she's been doing for some time. She does events and stuff. Does she? Yeah. I said she dresses like an Easter egg. <laughs> Doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Egg. Purple hat. Perpetual she... Easter egg hunt. Purple, yeah, right? purple blouse. Purple. Get her. Purple everything. Get her. Today I'm purple. I would love to see her in just like all black. Could you imagine? No. <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> so you went to an alternative school where, where, where is it like? You didn't go to an alternative. I, I, I went to an alternative school for like a couple months and then I went back to the public high school in my town. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry if I misspoke. No. Uh, um, what was your question? You said. Did you go, so you, you went to the alternative school. What was it? What was it how did you like it? Like, was it really to like relate to the kids better? Awesome, man. Yeah. Like, it's like, this kid fights his dad, this guy. Uh, you know, like, yeah, you know, like, so it like, wasn't just learning disabilities, it was also behavioral stuff. Like emotional stuff, like a lot of like, like a lot, like a lot, like most people have like some form of body dysmorphia, some mm. like, some like, like we had like therapy every day. It was awesome. Like, that is awesome. Uh, no, it was Probably like- kind of draining too. It actually was, I, after I would get home from school, I would just go like listen to music for an hour before mm-hmm. I go hang out with my friends to just kind of like, cause did they end the day with group therapy? They, they like, and it's Damn. like, it's like, like, because you're like, because it does like, it does sit it's with too you. Too intense when you're here. for some. Sometimes every like, day is too sometimes much. like uh, kids I'm, also need like you. You do need to talk about your feelings. But they also need moments to like just yes, yeah, kind of be kids, Pick your nose. be kids. Yeah. Did yeah. you get a lot out of the group therapy? Um, I don't know. You know what? <laughs> I, I well, because I actually didn't like. I actually didn't talk too much, mm. and I, I talked like, but um. I think what I got out of it is like a sense of like 
belonging, if that makes sense. Oh, for sure. Like, and that's so important, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. for kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's what like everyone's like looking for, ultimately. Right, right. To be like, can I be seen? Can I relate to people? Not me! Besides What's... the queen. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really strong form of humanization, right? Absolutely. Like, yeah, no, I think it's like one of the most critical things is like, like, you know, creating a sense of belonging for other people, having a sense of belonging for yourself. For like, sure. That's like, I think, probably one of the most important ingredients for like a healthy... Life. Life, yeah. Do you feel society. the comedy community, since you've been in the comedy community, that that has given you a sense of community and goals and... Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. Um, but, like, sometimes I still feel like... Like, you, I don't know if you feel this way. Like, being, like, uh, ADHD, like, you know, not, like, neurotypical is the term, I think is right. Mm-hmm. Like, um... There's, like, a weird – you do kind of feel a little – I at least felt a little alienated from, like, sometimes, like, I don't know when to, like, uh, how to, like, always engage with people and stuff sometimes. Like I wonder that... – I I don't find that, but I know, but I can see what you mean totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think um, – I, I bet, like, a lot of people feel that way for different – or, like, people with social anxiety, too, because yeah, I'll yeah. get general anxiety – but I don't get necessarily social anxiety. But I also, like, I recharge from being alone, too. Mm-hmm. So that, like, was a good thing to, like, figure out. Because I would feel that, especially when I would, if I'd be, like, drained from being around people. But I think doing comedy, because it was, like, you're around people so much that I started being, like, aware of, like, oh, if I don't, like, go sit alone for an hour, I'm going to be, like, have a really hard time engaging right. with people. If I go to parties, like, I will leave the party and listen to music. Totally. I'll, I'll do, like, mid-party charges. Yeah, like... 100%. Totally. But I guess the thing I was going to say, like, to answer your question is, like, I think in the beginning with comedy, like, I actually felt like um, I, I like, I enjoyed comedy and I, like, and I got a lot out of it, but I didn't, for, there was a period where I actually still felt like I didn't, like, you know, I was like, ah, like, I still felt a little different, if that makes sense, and not like, and, I but after so a while, I bet that's yeah, very yeah. relatable, too. Like, but, like, because it, because it does, like, there still is, like, there still can feel like uh, pop, like people that are like, of course, yeah, and like, someone gets something and you're not getting it, and you're like, am I in the group of people that didn't get that? But then you get something, and then the, but yeah. even like when you do get things, like just because like you get things doesn't mean that like like you're hanging out and like the, does that make sense? Like yeah. yeah, like I think when I was younger, like and over the years, like a you know a, a, now like it's like well these are like people that like you know this is like long-term friends and stuff like that but at first i was like ah, oh, like i thought people like don't like me or something like that like they were they just like me on stage but like i know there's something people with adhd are supposed to have rejection sensitivity which i thought was interesting so like if you get rejected to something it's a, a lot of times people with adhd will have like be more sensitive to it but i have see i don't know if this is because i'm around a lot of performers i feel like everyone is pretty rejection sensitive yeah yeah like no. i haven't met many i mean like you know, I remember talking to a comic who was like, I really try to treat it. And he, a successful guy was like, I really try to treat the wins and the losses like with the same amount of energy. And I think that's like a good way to look at it. Because it's like, okay, you can. Right. Yeah, sometimes you just have to walk off stage and then not think about it till later. I mean, yeah. I truly, like sometimes yeah. you have great shows. or Like if I bomb, I just don't even, I, the second I get off stage, I'm like, oh, okay. That's great. I you can do it the second. think about it. If I have like a, you, like on Friday, I was like on such a high from shows. Then I was like kind of like buzzing, but it then it went, it was gone by the next morning. And then I remember, then if there's like, if I have a show that I don't feel good about, probably last 20 minutes. It feels minutes like now. a gamble. You're like, do I want to feel good? Totally. Do I want to ruin my day? Oh or my do God. I want to make it even better? After, like... On Friday, because then on Saturday, I had a show at like five o'clock, seven, nine, 10, and 12. And I was like, I was like, okay, one of these is going to be uncomfortable because right. that Friday was too good. So if I'm playing the dice, something, I was like, I should skip this five because that's the most likely to be a little weird. And you're racing. You feel like it's a thing that you, you grade it based on racing against yourself. You're grading against your own curve. So like, even if you do well, like the audience likes you, do you feel like you're like, ah, oh, but it's not. If I feel like if I don't try like, any new material, I'll feel frustrated. Right, right. Because I'll be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you got to be like cranking out you got to be working on stuff so then no matter how it goes to the audience i'll feel bad right and i think that's like a weird like thing too like sometimes you'll feel bad and like your friends will be like oh it was great it's like no right 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 (laughs) me after every show yeah right right now now, when i do my own shows like i'm doing my own hour then afterwards i contemplate too much so like Mm. at the cellar i don't care because it's like they didn't pay to come see me so i'm just gonna go up have a good time right and leave but afterwards there's this kind of i have this sense of like 
like nurturing of did everyone have a good time for yeah. sure because everyone leaving felt like it was worth to come out tonight I because feel that totally. I also don't want to disappoint totally or I'll think about like yeah 100 percent. if it's someplace I've been before I'm like okay was the set different enough then yeah, the Chris time, saw me yeah. after I did my hour at the bell That's house right. the last one and I was like ugh, ugh yeah ugh, it's hard ugh. to feel good about a whole fucking hour that's yeah. a lot of time. Yeah. That's a lot of time. You're like, I have to justify them finding parking. Right. Like, you know, like they had to get a babysitter or whatever. Totally. Like, not my, my audiences are not getting babysitters, <laughs> I assure you. Something um, to watch the dog. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I know, I'm teasing. Yeah. Um, so but yeah, but that happens a lot. Like I just did Joe's Pub and I had a blast and got a standing ovation and encore. That's great. And I left telling Henry, like, why was, why were, why was this off? Mm. Why was this not right? This wasn't right. Something was missing. I was messy. What do you think? And I kept looking at him because we hadn't done the show in two years. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I kept yeah. looking at Henry. So I wasn't leading with confidence. Right, right. So there right. was a kind of like bashfulness about right. me, which is not, that's not what's required at that show. So I felt like kind of a sham, even though it was very successful. The thing is, is that it's just like other people don't know what the show's like before. You're always like grading it against like the time that you that's felt right. the best with well, it. Well, that's what Chris is also saying too. Yeah. Like, are you grading on a curve or are you grading on the show that night? And right. it's like, they don't know. What every other night? No is one knows what's this. going on. They don't know on. what the hell. They're right. just there to have right. a good time, and they had or, a good time. Or if you're trying to do new, like if you you want to do new material, because like I feel like for me, like jokes only have so many tells. Mm. Like before, That's true. and some are like kind of like that. They're evergreen, where it's like, oh, this one, like I can I can just put it away for a while and right. then bring it back. Like you know, I feel like that's more like with songs than with like jokes. But like totally. With, with like a joke. Streisand's like, evergreen. She won yeah. an Oscar for it. Um, but the, I get that with my Ghost Adventures joke. That used to be one of my favorite jokes to tell. Oh, yeah. No matter when I told it, how I told it, what I did, it got a hit. And now, like I did it last night, I was opening for Joe Coy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I have to play to like what his, I think his audience will like. And so I did my Ghost Adventures. But it did hit, but not the, like, I'm a, I, something, it's dead inside mm. me. Right, and like, they feel that, mm. or you, or you stop having fun with it. And even yeah. if you do, even even if you do somehow, even if it does get that big laugh, still, the second you stop having fun, you'll start to resent it, right? right. Yeah, like right. it's like dating, right? And I don't know if you'll ever have this. It's like you'll sometimes like there's a two jokes like then when I start them, I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta say this shit yeah. again. I got like, please, but no more. But they sense the shift in energy when we're yeah. trying to just roll through our jokes just to get. It's like the, all yeah, of a sudden yeah. it goes from fun and engagement to obligatory, right? Right, yeah. and I think the audience starts to resent that because they are picking up on it. Right, like why did you just why are you dead in the eyes right now with that? <laughs> did you start doing music or comedy first? Uh, well, I mean, I, I've done music since I was like a kid. Like, mm. what kind uh, of music? I don't know. Like, piano. I play piano and nice. guitar. Nice, nice. Like, so I guess like some like singer songwriting, but also like I like grunge music. I like the Pixies and Chris like, is Flaming very, Lips. very, very talented. That's awesome. Very, very talented what are the musician. Pixies sing again. The Pixies, like their most famous song is like "Where Is My Mind" or like "Here Comes Your Man." Like I'm gonna Google them. Like I know the name. They're they're proto grunge, or they are. Ooh, the I first never even heard that term. Well, they're the first grunge band. Whoa. Yeah, like they. That's they, how grungy they were. They are like Radiohead looked to them, and they're like, "We got everything from the Pixies." They Isn't... started loud, quiet, loud formula, where it's, it's like soft, and then like and it's not an insult to say you're grungy because if someone said I was grungy I'd be like your fucking mom's grungy yeah it seems well, a little well, mean is grungy people wouldn't say that to someone they're like oh you are grungy right yeah. well I also grungy. relate to being grungy I was like smelly kid like I was like right I think that might be why like I was like, yeah, this rock star has bad hygiene too. Like, right, right. My people. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, they don't look that grunge. They like, well, they cleaned up nice for their photo yeah. shoot. I don't think their aesthetic was like it, it wasn't. They're just all the grunge bands like the sound of it. Yeah, that, right. They, they're the they're like the first like, and then maybe not the first, but like in my like. The, Usually, a lot this, of people will point to that. The sound comes first, the look comes later. So we associate that sound with a certain yeah, look, yeah. but that's not how people looked when they started the sound. Yeah. One of the first things that pop up when you Google them is, how did the Pixies think of Nirvana? What did the Pixies think of Nirvana? Black Francis, the frontman of the Pixies, was once asked about his legacy in the world of rock music. According to Music Feeds, he said influencing Nirvana was a big part of his legacy. He said he was willing to say Cobain ripped off his band since Cobain fessed up to it. Wow. And everyone gives him credit. Like radio, uh, Tom mm. York says it. Tom York's like, dude, the Pixies, like, like the, I, it's, they were really big in, in the UK, more, um, bigger than they were in, in, in the US. 
The girl's kind of cute. Can I see what they look like? Yeah, Kim, Deal, Kim Deal had a band of her own uh, breeders with her sister. Breeders? Yeah, I yeah. love breeder porn. I mean, this band looks like um, Zoe Dachanel. Yeah, totally. 100%. So funny. Breeders as in like breeder. Like I've watched the porn a lot where it's like you're going to breed somebody. That's it. <laughs> Because that's what a breeder is. That's, I know. When you say breeding, it's like it's a term of endearment for gays. Like, breed me. Oh, I love. Oh, yeah. Like, extreme endearment. Take my cum. It, that's it what it is. Like, you're going to get bred. They say that in, uh, like, lots of, like, fuck my white porn. The person comes over. And, like, before the guy comes, it's, like, breeding them. I feel like that yeah. was a gay term. You took it away from, they took it away really? from gays. Yeah, know. like, breeding. I, it might have been, like, in a facetious sense, I imagine, like. Sure. You know, I'm yeah. sure they weren't, like, actually, with, like, yeah, They weren't, like, listen, we made this band because we're trying to find husbands. Right. Like, or I people to come like, in me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's it like, weird with straight people using breeding because it sounds more, like, National Geographic. Like, yeah. breed me. <laughs> Please. You've got it. I wish. Mateo thinks all straight people are the queen. (laughs) Yes. I am the epitome of straight. Because I, she is, that is very, she is very straight. Yes. There, because I always think of breeding like, I guess I first started watching it in straight porn and then gay porn. But it's like, just like something about like people taking cum. So it all my porn boils down to someone's getting taken, someone's cum. What about me? Except for with you. Someone has to give me their cum. (laughs) Yeah. Someone. See, even if the queen said that, I would think that was attractive. Breed me. Done. That's how, like, Emma, t- that's how, tr- I'll be right over you, fucking Emma, whore. I've called you to London to Buckingham Palace to tell you something. I'm wildly <laughs> attracted to you. I sense very sexual energy. Can you please breed me? You gotta knight me first. Yeah, right? Uh, you yeah. should knight me first. Oh, God. See, <laughs> like all of that, I'd be like, all right, right. But then if she said breed me at the end, then I would be attracted to that. Pretty breed much, me. like literally, like almost anyone saying that, I find that attractive. Like pretty much anyone, like like even Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> if he was, I, I've said it before, like that's how attractive I think of it. If he was like, there's a bit of miscommunication. I'm a whore. I exist to take cum. Like I'm going to dress up in a skirt and be like spread out on a bed. I just need to be bred. Like, like I, and he said, it's like, um, what's it like? You tap your high heels a th- couple times. Yeah, yeah. What is show the Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz? Yeah. If someone says Kansas. I'm a whore, breed me like ten times in a row. Like I'll, I'll be interested. I mean, I'm you in show a show up in the bathroom. It's like I'm like, hey. <laughs> but it's, I mean, I'm in a really you say it in the mirror mono- three times. A monogamous, <laughs> like candy happy, man. Yeah. <laughs> very. I'm in a very fulfilled relationship, with like monogamous, happy relationship. But if. I mean, if I. But if Donald Trump was spread naked in well, a bed with a skirt begging you to breed him, I would be tell like, my girlfriend, you know I go, Donald Trump said this to me. I find it because of that. And then she, my girlfriend would know what to do. She'd be like, I'll say it like 30 times more than that. And then we'd figure it, her and I would figure it out. Oh. And I wouldn't go, but just that's how I, yeah. Are you single or are you married? I see I'm you. married, yeah. Married wow. To, what's your wife's name? Mariah. Mariah Drew Carey. Wait a minute. No. That's her, like, her name. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'll be doxing my wife if I say her real name. Oh, don't That's, say her real name. Oh, yeah, yeah. But is it is really it Mariah? Doxing? I don't want anyone to get it in is trouble. It's really Mariah. Oh, nice, yeah, nice, nice. But not Carrie. And she's beautiful nice. and so funny and nice. And I think she, she's like the perfect person for Chris. Oh, that's great. Because you guys are just very good energy wise with one another. No, she's super talented. She's and very, like, really ch- very funny. chill. She's, How did she like moving to New York? From, like, when did you come over here from Chicago? Oh, well. W- we came from California. Mm. Lived in California. Oh, she lived in LA years. for yeah, 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 yeah. And like she'd always wanted to live here, and I've always wanted to live here. And like I, you know, we were moved during that the COVID leases. Yeah, like um, totally. I moved that, back too. Yeah, yeah. They, like the second they announced a vaccine, we're like, let's make the jump. Like totally. There were all these billboards in LA. They were like, New York is dead. Like what in like, LA? That's yeah, so funny. Yeah. Because they knew people were gonna leave. Yeah. Like, Meanwhile. They're using billboards. They're using yeah. a 1980s right. way of advertising to let us know New York's dead. Right. When you're plastering it, why don't you think about what you're doing? Also, that's so suspicious to be yeah. like, don't Google anything. Like, the the rents are through the roof. Like, what, okay. What do you feel the difference? I know this is such a fucking cheesy question, but what are the differences between Los Angeles and New York for you as a comedian? Well, or just in general? I guess, like, I never have owned a car. Mm. And getting around LA on a skateboard is much more difficult than in New York. Whoa, yeah, because there's a lot of fucking highways in the yeah. mix. I'll say this about like California natives are super rad, and I think people give like Californians a lot of like like people are like Californians are like so narcissistic or like shit you like think that. so? People, or people say that? Kinda, I feel like yeah, you, that's like the trope to hear. I love LA, but like California natives, 
they were just born there. Mariah's right. a California native. Sure. Like she's like, she's super down to earth. She's like the kindest person I've ever met. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and like, yeah, like uh, the natives are like, I feel like don't deserve the rap that everyone moves there and, for and sure. brings to it. For if sure. that makes sense. Right. Like, and there's like a lot of cool like rock and roll and stuff that comes out of California too. Absolutely. Like the like punk stuff, like hardcore, right? But do you enjoy living in New York now that you're here for Oh yeah, two I've years? always wanted to live here. Like this is yeah, this is the best. This is the place that like I always think of like with comedy, I always think of like Chicago's like if we, we compare it to cars, right? Chicago's like a a factory. Mm. They're just you just kind of get built in Chicago. Some people, you know, they make it like factory direct, like mm-hmm. very rare. It happens. New York's kind of like a factory and a dealership. Totally. You can get built here, and you can also like for you sure can also. And then LA is like a sale. dealership with maybe a little tiny factory in the back. Like we yeah, can make yeah. the parts, but mostly we're yeah. dealers. No, just car dealers. They're yes. just car salesmen. I do like it. some. De- you can develop a little bit in LA. You could you could fucking develop anywhere now. Yeah, there's the some people that have, d- have done great strides going yep. straight to California. But from like, Chicago, from Chicago, or just even like, starting out there, they could you, could, yeah. you can do it. Yeah, yeah, like it's I, the, like it is. I do think that it is a little more difficult because of like the spread outness. Sure, like it's a production city rather than a performance art city. Totally, like this is a performance town. I think this is. Primarily performance arts, secondary production, and then LA is inverted. It's primarily production arts, uh, secondary performance arts. For sure, hundred percent. Were you healthier in LA though? Yeah, weirdly. Well, I was. I mean, in New York you walk more, but in LA I was like, I mean, it's just. It's less of like a, a like you don't like it's less of a drinking culture if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like sure, because like you gotta drive. You, you don't like you just don't like yeah you're. And even if you're not driving, like it's yeah, other people are are driving. So it's just like people don't right. drink at like Chicago's and very stuff. drinking culture. Chicago is. It? is well, it's oh also so fucking cold. God. The cold makes you. I mean, I used to drink way too much, so everything made me want to drink. But, but Chicago like, is yeah. like you want to drink. Do you remember on like a, a, a entertaining Julia on a Sunday night? We would. Just, I would. I don't know about you, but I would just dr- like you just, would. Yeah. Oh my god, Emma! I would be drinking yeah. all really the t- yes all the time. Huh. I wow, had to give I can't myself. Like, but a thing that like I like, I gave myself like a budget mm. of like this much, you know, a month. I think that like, like that's after I left Chicago, it's like all right. I used to try to do that, but once I have a couple beers, I'm like, beer, I'm gonna get everybody drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's hard to budget when you're like getting right. pizza for. Well, it's easier when you just <laughs> if you don't think like if you think about like day wise, like oh I'm not gonna have any drinks today, right? Rather than like I'll have just one drink because I feel like that's harder. Oh yeah, the first what is it? The second drink's the hardest one to put yeah, down or yeah. something like that. But um, did you? How long were you in LA for? Um, four, three and a half, or four years. That's a chunk. Yeah. I feel like for in New York, it took me like six years for me to really feel like it was 100 percent my home. For me. In New York? Yeah. Oh, I felt the... You felt it right away? Like, the second the car drove into Manhattan. Really? I was like, ah. Oh, this is it? This it is took where me I about belong. six years where, where I felt like... Because it was also, like, building, like, memories to the... But it, maybe I had such an ingrained sense of home because I'm from such a small town in Maine. So that, to me, was like, that's home. Because it was, like, right. so fucking... These girls came to a show the other night that went that are from my hometown. It's so f- small. So I said something about Maine. They're like, wow! And then they were like, we went to your elementary school which had our eighth graduating class had eight people in it so they oh, dang yeah so i was they were like did everyone get bad grades what happened there were no grades okay. it was like a hippie school waldorf school and i was like sounds like my college it was it was like an art college like 200 but only eight graduated <laughs> right <laughs> yes this was uh it was like and they i was like i don't have any jokes about our elementary school and they were like what would you even say because it was so like you couldn't wear shoes in the school everyone had to have their like socks well, that on I, I like that that's like an you Italian like that? home yeah it was like a, and then you'd, everyone would like like um, move our desks together and like eat lunch together and like you all share your food it was, uh, sounds like Italians it was very Italian actually take your shoes hey. off we're all eating together right. and we're sharing the food and we would salute the sun do you guys do that no we do not what? salute the sun yeah I'd be like may the sun rise and meet you may the wind be always at your back we would say this little like what that's beautiful what the hell is that no it that's was like a poem not beautiful what it was like to start the day I'm so oh, angry oh that's great you're starting yeah. the day with a little gratitude yeah and you'd be like, do, like I don't know what exactly you I'm would gonna do, do that. yeah and then at the end of the day, you do one to like welcome and good blah. It was just What's a whole up, Moon? Something like that. Yeah. What's I was up, kinda Moon? Yeah. And the, and the old it. poetry. You give the Fonzie <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you think I'm too aggressive, Chris? Am I too hardened? What? 
Am I too evil? No, yeah. you're like one of the kindest people. Yeah. What? I don't know, because you were like, oh, that's a nice, that's a, what a beautiful way to start the day. And oh. I'm like, no. Oh, no. You're just a really facetious person. Oh, so sometimes. no fucking adult would want to do that. What do you mean? Well, you can be like, you're, you're like, you're not sincerely like shitting on something. Like you're <laughs> like, but you'll just say something that to be like a little inflammatory, but it's in no way earnest. And I think that. Mateo's like, Ernest goes to camp. Mateo's right. like, no, I seriously don't want to salute the sun. Yeah, no, he's like, no, I really hate the sun. Yeah, <laughs> well, I don't, but I, but I don't give in to, I don't saluting the sun and astrology and all that. Stuff. I don't, not that those two are the same things, right. but it's like, like I hate people who are so serious about astrology. It's the most humiliating thing in the world. Mm. I can't with, oh, but you're that way because you're a vertigo. It's like, what? No, I, I mean vertigo, a vertigo, man. I'm that you too. Yeah, I am this way because I'm vertigo. I'm shaking. I think people just do that because they're trying to make sense of stuff that is yeah. hard to understand. So it's like something for them to like cling on to. Right. I, I wonder I think if it's identity. Gonna... Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's tough to like, because also there's so many interpretations of Zodiac stuff. So like it's a tricky thing. To... Well, it's wanting to feel like you belong. Mm-hmm. Oh, I belong to this because this told me so. Right. I wonder if it's like an indicator of like the rise of like speculative thinking. Like in general, like people are more like less sciencey right mm. now it feels like and it's not i mean there is a chance that astrology is totally real like that's not a zero oh no, totally i mean there's like there's a percent chance that yeah that actually is I the, read there's it for a weird fun. arbitrary thing that like for some I think reason it's fun. is accurate totally i used to be more but, into it but now i'm kind of just like for fun i'll like there's yeah. one hundred percent chance it's not real what are you again i don't but think it isn't that there is a small percent what's chance your sign mateo I'm not telling you because no matter what I say, you're gonna say I thought so. She's figuring it out. She's just googling your birthday. God damn it! <laughs> oh my god, Emma, I forgot to tell you. Someone did put in my uh, Wikipedia that I died of erotic fixation. Or Mr. That's no, 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 never mind. That maybe I mind too, but Mr. Pina died of erotic fixation. Remember we talked about Mr. Pina? Ah, uh, Mateo is a cancer. See this how makes he sense. tried to change the subject, subject to Mr. Pina? No, no, because yeah. I genuinely thought that. I also, if anyone knows how to work Wikipedia, I do not know how to do it. Please change my profile picture. It's the worst photo of me ever. I don't know who put it in there. It is the worst photo of me. Wikipedia rules. I, I used to go on it all the... Oh, wow. It's just a very old picture. It's grainy. Of all the photos I've ever taken of myself, it's like me with a mullet. I remember where I was performing, too. It well, was at a Turkish restaurant. Luckily, it says in 2014. So people will know it's an old photo. You know what I mean? It's not like... But read where it says I died of an erotic it. fixation. That's funny. Let's see. Because we told... On the podcast, Chris, we told them to put in that uh, change on Wikipedia to say that I died of erotic fixation. <laughs> I would like Mr. Pina. I think it said it. That's hilarious. I mean, this is a pretty thorough Wikipedia. I think they got some stuff wrong, but it's fine. Um, in 2017, in a 2017 interview, Lane stated that while he does not, uh, this is what it says under political views. Well, the, the only thing it says in a 2017 interview, Lane stated that while he does not discuss Trump directly in his act, his material in itself is a stand against Trump. That's a great way to address politics. Yeah, yeah. You know, I what think I, mean? I was on a morning radio show and I was like, I got into a fight with a radio guy. He was one of the worst hosts ever. Really? It was in Rochester, New York. Oh, I'm going to be in Rochester March. Don't uh, do 3rd, the radio. Fifth and sixth. Do really? not do the radio. Do not. Really? Do not. And then I talked shit about him the rest of the weekend, and then he found out I was talking shit about him. And he, like, one of his goons came in and was like, Can you please stop talking shit about him? It's hurting his feelings. I was like, No, no. I was like, He was so mean to me. Let's dox him. Yeah, right? I feel like I did that. I feel like I did that before. <laughs> Sashir did it too. I had a problem. He's a monster. Shit. Well, I mean, I'll probably end up doing it, but. Uh... Oh my god, I know what you're talking about actually. I did that show. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, I remember that. Um Chris, well. before we wrap it up, is there anything you want to discuss? How was your time here? Oh, that's great. It was fun. Thank I'm you insec- for coming on. I'm insecure that guys. I was I was I didn't make you feel welcome or good. Oh, you always do. All right, just one. <laughs> no, no. No, it's all gravy. Like this this is a great time. Uh, is it where can people find you and what are do you have any stuff coming up that they could look look out for? Uh, I have no I, pressure. I'm I guess I'm releasing a song this week. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Um, it's called I Do Not Want to Party. Do you want to play some of I it? I really relate to that. Yeah. Do you want to play some of it in the microphone? Sure, it's on. Can you, are you able to pull it up on the YouTube or um, whatever? Or I don't know, can see. you just pl- play it into the mic maybe just a little bit? Yeah, Sorry, maybe we're I'll not do very that. technologically. It's on YouTube? Yeah. 
it's uh if you just put, type in I do not want to party. Here I can do it, Emma. All right. Mine's on airplane mode and it's dead. I can just turn off airplane mode. I do not want to party. party. It's like the third video type down. Cr- okay. It's just a picture of me if you scroll down. Right there. There we go. Sounds great. This is like my anthem. It feels so authentic and good. Yeah. All right, you guys should go look up Chris Condren. Um, what's your YouTube channel? Just oh, Chris so you Condren? should get that up on TikTok. Are you do TikTok. It's great I for did, musicians. I submitted it all on TuneCore yesterday. It takes like five days mm-hmm. to get up on everything, so it'll be on Spotify. What's, what's TuneCore? TuneCore is a distribution website. For TikTok, you would just upload like a little sound of it to try to like get it to go trending. Okay, maybe I'll do that too. I think it, I did it through TuneCore, um, but I'll also do that. I just know a lot of people, like I was like uh, listening to, I forget who it was, but he was just talking about how he used TikTok to like get his music out there and he would just like upload like little parts of it that he thought people could like do voiceovers to. Oh, But yeah. I don't want to go to this party because a lot of people could like voiceover to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll do Including that. me. Including the queen. <laughs> I love to party. Yeah, give it a listen, guys. It's only like a minute long too, so it's, you can be done with it quick. Said no. so like a true promoter. <laughs> Play it on repeat. Yeah. Don't don't. What are you doing, Chris? I don't know. Play it on repeat. Yeah. Play it over and over. Just and is play it, it twice. I'll be happy. Do you have an you in, to... <laughs> Do you have an Instagram that people could follow? Um. Uh, I think I just do my. Yeah, you can do. It's it's uh, Thunder Davis on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm Flat Earth Doctor. That's nice. That's I also, get tagged yeah. in a lot of Flat Earth stuff. Nice. And what, how do you feel about Flat Earthers? I love them. I'm not a flat earther, but you know, I wish the best for them. Sure, absolutely. I, I disagree. <laughs> I mean, that's something I wouldn't even want to like. Put, I'd be, like. If I open a door and it was like flat earther convention, I'd be like, well, all right. I mean, and you know what? No, I would stick my head in and be like, what do you guys eat for snacks? And then I would bounce. Yeah. Like, Is that a curiosity? They're like crackers, um, things that are flat and right. circular. Yeah, we just like flat things. Maybe that's all it is. <laughs> like, we just love things that are flat. It's like a flat yeah. fetish. Yeah, I'm not I'd personally a flat earther, right. but like, I wish the best for flat Absolutely. earthers. Absolutely. I'd be so curious. I'd be like, of all the things, this is because there's a lot of conspiracies where I'd be like, yeah, but flat earthers, I mean, I, I would want a little head count. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd just be curious how many people are bopping around, what they look like right. a little bit. Well, there's like, a, I think there's a documentary, and it's like, uh, about it and like with um and like and i think the end of the, the movie like there's like the, the scientists are like talking about how they're like ah oh, but at the end of the day like it's like you know we are we do make fun of them and stuff but, like we really it's also our responsibility to like to get like to show them like that you know right the discovery is like possible yeah like it's like that's just like education and stuff right like we gotta like you absolutely know, getting people to Understand the that, scientific at that point, it's, it's not even about education. These people have made a decision to completely ignore facts and right. fall into their own fantasy for whatever weird, subversive reason they it's want to. It's far gone. Do that. That's right. like a that's it a says far nothing to do with yeah. education and science. And they already, by the way, right. they all know the Earth's not flat. It's the subtext is something completely different. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those things where you're like, all right, well, maybe something else is going on. To be yeah. honest, I also haven't really delved too much into it. I just made the screen name because I thought it was funny. Like, it I'm happens. not like, I can't speak on <laughs> it that, like, the topic too much. But other than like, you know, I mean, I think, I do think that teaching the scientific process, like, I think they do teach a lot of scientific discoveries in school. Like, oh, there's a mantle and a core. But like, the process is the most important thing to learn. Like, turning a hypothesis into a conclusion, eliminating biases and stuff. Sure, totally. But what if you're young and gay and just only think about Maleficent? Well, then you could apply science to Maleficent, right? Like, you know, like, there's, you could apply science to everything, right? You could apply the process to, like, even with your drawing, like, how do I, like, there's, that's, like, there's a, Everything has a science a process to it. Right? To it. Well, yeah, I do like, like the idea of teaching a process to children. Absolutely. Yeah. Rather than just the end result. Absolutely. Critical thinking, baby. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, we thank appreciate you. Thanks for coming on the show, and you are welcome anytime Absolutely. you want. Yay. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, guys.
Podcast. <clears throat> a podcast network.